Okay, and we are rolling. What's going on, my guy? And what's happening? Man, this is a great time for me to relax. Good to be with you, my brother. For sure, for sure. You said you had a long day. Yeah, man, I had a uh, long week, actually, you know, in trucking. Uh, things are crazy because of the storm, so everything is just... The storm. Yeah, the storm right. happened. So Ooh. was it... So in your travel, was it a lot of, uh, you know, floods and stuff that impacted uh, your work? 75 was, 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 was shut down. 94 between um, 96 and Michigan was shut down, so... Mm-hmm. And, you know, my terminal was right there in 94 in Michigan. So it's it was weird. I had to take side streets. To it. Right. See, I was out of town the week that it was flooding. So like I heard I had heard what was going on. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. You know, I, I I think I called off a couple of days just just not to even deal with it because it would it would take you like two hours just to get to us a destination that would take forty five minutes. Did your basement get flooded? Um, it did. It didn't flood, but um, I had to throw out my carpet. You know, I had to throw out my carpet and move some things out. Um, but it, it didn't flood like it did in, in in Dearborn, Michigan, where everyone was. Was emptying out their basement and putting putting their stuff on the curb. Did you have a lot of stuff in your basement? No, no, we don't have a lot of stuff. Um, we have a couple of things like in bags and like on top of tables. Yeah. So so nothing nothing really really got damaged. Uh-huh. Um, besides the carpet that's down there. So yeah, uh, I might take you know take the carpet up, but other other than that, you know we you know we were good. Yeah. How about you guys? I mean, we came back. Now we. You know how they big, dig, uh, dig the trench around the house so it's supposed to not flood? Right. But, you know, we got a sub pump, but it's still flooded. So that means that the water came down so fast and so high, it came through the drain mm. and then it went right back down. Wow. And everybody on our block kind of got the same thing mm. and it did the same. It did the same thing. So everybody got <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, man, I we had to pretty much clean, you, you know, still throw away a whole bunch of stuff that was on the floor. Mm. And um, that'd be the yeah. worst part. <laughs> right. The worst part is the aftermath, like clean, you know, cleaning up, and you find stuff down there that you could have used, and now it's damaged and. You right. know, mold and things like that you have to look out for. But I think I think the city I think the city um the city of Detroit is doing or even the state of Michigan is doing some things to help out uh, yeah. homeowners and Yeah, the, um, so that's pretty cool. It is cool. It is cool. So I mean we didn't really it, it it's funny, right? It's like stuff happens just enough for you to get your crap together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes you clean up. It makes you get into those corners that you wouldn't have normally cleaned out. It makes you get off the couch. <laughs> because it's like certain parts, you know, in certain parts where you just kind of throw stuff, mm-hmm. and, you yep. know, and it's yep. like... Toss it's, it in the corner. On, yeah, you're going to have to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to clean all that up. So it's funny how how life can work because it's like it stuff happens to where it's, it makes you do certain stuff. Mm. Yeah. Almost like, almost like it's, is it was <laughs> almost like you wanted it to happen 
to make yourself get get off the couch and, and do something, but then at the same time you don't want anything to be damaged. Like I know I, I know I need to clean this basement, mm-hmm. but at the same time I do it next week. I do it next week, but no, when the storm happened, no, you need to get you up. Got, and, uh, you got to do it. No, ain't no choice. Ain't no choice. Things gonna start uh, mildewing and molding and all the smell and it was yeah, terrible, terrible. So how was your week, my guy? Well. Uh, this week was our fifteenth wed- wedding anniversary. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. So, um, um, you know, we gonna get into what we get oh, into, yeah. and then wife, you gonna come out. We talk about yeah, fifteen oh, yeah. years, man. July eighth, two thousand and six. Ooh, it's a blessing. Right, that's fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Hey, but I haven't called a wife down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fifteen because it's two thousand uh, twenty-one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. it's fifteen. So it's fifteen. We went to Oscoda, Michigan. Oscoda, Michigan. Uh, to our favorite uh, uh, bed and breakfast. Mm. They call it a luxury bed and breakfast now. Off of off of the um the lake. Like a beach uh, place, uh, you know, r- right off the lake. You know, people who, who, um, who follow me on Facebook, they they seen it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was beautiful, man. It, it, was, it was it was beautiful, man. We were there from the fifth to the seventh, mm. and then we came back. Um, we came back and, uh, to face reality, dude. Came back, dude. Literally came back to my. Air conditioner I wear my air conditioner is not working right now, bro. It feel good right now. What's the basement? <laughs> okay, you feel what I'm saying? But I'm just yeah. saying it, we came back to wow. it not working. We came back. You know how it is coming uh, back from vacation. You want to get gotta, back to another comfortable, and you can't even you can't even unwind because you got to come back to yeah issues. Yeah, yeah, man. You feel what I'm saying? So that's so it kind of hit us like that because we had such a beautiful time, and then it was just kind of like okay, we got this problem, we got that problem, and and this and that, and so and so trying to do this and trying to get us to do into this but we got deadline blah, blah, blah you know so i mean i mean it, it is what it is though you know what i'm saying it, yeah it, so but it, it it was good man it was good to, yeah just to get away and then we and then a week before we had went to yonkers new york mm. seen um you know um my my family um my family from there my in-laws and stuff like that you got to see yeah got to see uh official um, mural or DMX. I was about to ask you. I was about yeah. to ask you. Was there anything about DMX out there? Yep, 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 yep. So, so it was cool, man. I think New York, New York is is is, is one of the spots that I, I I dream to go. Like I, mm. you know, New York City. You know, I want to travel, go through all the barrels, the boroughs. What, how you, boroughs. what do you call them? Uh, bar- uh, <laughs> boroughs, barrels. <laughs> so I definitely, definitely want to go visit New York, man, and you know, stay a week or two and just. And just see it. Yonkers is a lot like Detroit when it comes to the social economic, though. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, New York is beautiful. I didn't know. It's it's crazy because, like, in Michigan, everything is pretty much linear. Like, you know, north, south, east, and west. Mm -hmm. You know, in New York, it's all these bends and parkways that... You you know how, you know, uh, you go 75. Okay, you know you going... 
nor north south or at least northeast or southwest right, or something right, like that right. it's different because it's like you could be on a road and then it take you all around it's it's confusing man it's you know i knew how to get back and forth from yonkers and white plains where we stayed mm. you know just i mean you know you get yeah. but like far as like I mean, I kind of studied the map this time, so yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Now going from Yonkers to the Bronx to, um, you know, Manhattan, which is like, okay, um, um, Brooklyn, yeah, uh, Brooklyn is all the way, all the way down. Like so, okay. So it's uh, well, Washington Heights, and then and then you got. Uh, Harlem, and then you got like wow. Manhattan, which is the you know what everybody see on TV. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? So that's where MTV and all that stuff is in Manhattan, or is yeah, that in way? Manhattan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So wow. Yeah. And the closest I've been to New York um, when I was in high school, I was I was, I was being recruited uh, for football to go to a school in Connecticut. So we had to. We had to drive through New York to get to uh, Connecticut. Right. And that was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I just look out the window, you know, of New York. But, you know, we didn't stay. So that was the closest <laughs> that I ever came to New York. Right. But I definitely, definitely love to go, man. Like, I I want to I take the family. You know, I'm t- I mean, down south is cool. Mm-hmm. But I want to I take the family east. You know, and then one day go west out to Cali or right, you know, Vegas or something like that, where they can just see the desert or something. But just something different, you know what I'm saying? Everybody go down south. You know, Atlanta is cool, Tennessee is cool. Right. Um, I've been to Texas. I've been up north to Minnesota. Um, so, you know. so, so you went to Minnesota. Where'd you go to Minnesota for? Um, that for uh, the school I play football at. Um, small small school out there. Okay, so how Virginia, so how Minnesota, long? three hours north of the Virginia, Twin Cities. Virginia, Minnesota, three hours north of the Twin Cities. So we was like, so Canada, so <laughs> so it's Canada, um, and then of course you know the U.S. Mm-hmm. So it's you know Minnesota. So we we were if you, if you go to the Twin Cities where the Mall of America is, right, and you drive three hours north of that, a small city called Virginia, Minnesota. So you got recruited to play there. Got a phone call from from football coach. Never heard of this city <laughs> besides Virginia, <laughs> uh, Virginia, Minnesota. When he when he said it, I was like, I'm not. I, at first, I thought it was like a, a crank, uh, like a uh, one of them prank calls. Right, right, so right, right. I'm right. like. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I ain't going to no Virginia, Minnesota. But never heard of it. Nah, man, it's, it's it's very small. It's very cold, negative forty every day. Mm. Um, so it's it's so I stayed there two years, played there, um, then moved moved back, um, went to Saginaw Valley for a summer, okay. and then uh, talked to the coach in Wayne State and came to Wayne State and hurt my ankle and all types. So football was over with. My whole dream of going to the NFL was was shot down. So. So that's my little football uh, story, but my traveling story, yeah, I've been up north Minnesota. Um, I've been, I've been in Vegas in high school, but 
you know, we we were high, we were kids, so I could. So how long did you go to that school in Virginia, Minnesota? So let me see. I graduated '01. Um, I left that fall. So I graduated in June. Left that fall. Mm-hmm. And I didn't come back to like 2003, almost 2004, like that, like that, that January when the semester was over with. Um, it was, oh man, it was, it was, a, it was an experience. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do. You in your dorm, you got practice, school, and all year round. Like it's not like in the wintertime, negative 40 degrees every day. Um, so, you know, a couple of, a couple of the natives, around just you know took us around drove us around to the mall we went to the mall of america the biggest mall in in, in america mm-hmm. uh we went to it was this nightclub we used to go to how every, far how far was your school from the mall of america uh, it's like three hours it's like three and a half hours okay because it's like it was in uh so you got minneapolis and st paul which is the twin cities so they're the two major cities right next to each other so you an out outskirts oh you're talking about Nothing but woods all around and freezing weather. It was. Were you? Was it culture shock? Where were you traumatized? Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I think I was homesick, man, for a while. Um, a, a, another guy I knew. Well, I didn't know, but I met him out there. He's from Detroit as well. So him and I both was from Detroit. He went to Southfield High. You know, I, I went to Mumford, and so. So they so, were recruiting people from Detroit. From Detroit, um, Florida, St. Louis. You know, I got homeboys now and like from St. Louis. I got homeboys from Florida, mm-hmm. Chicago. So they was they was trying to recruit anywhere. You know, you know. So, so how long did you stay there? About two about two years. Yeah, two years. Well, I received a little skinny guy. I was tall, skinny. Because <laughs> I how tall are you? Six two. Six two. I'm six two. Two hundred and fifty pounds right now. How many pounds were you then? I mean, I was. What one one ninety? Yeah, one ninety, probably one eighty five or something like that. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, little skinny guy, man. It was it was it was cool. That was fun. You know, it was an experience. I met a lot of friends. That was out of state. I didn't did, didn't you have hair then? Like, I, I had I had the uh, matter of fact, I had the Irish braids. Had the, 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 the Irish braids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's about my down about here. Okay. Yeah, my, and my homegirl from Chicago, she used to braid me up like uh, every two weeks. My homegirl from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, it was fun though. Like, what did you like the most about your college experience? Um, was the, the like the love we got out there. Now, I don't know if because I mean I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but <laughs> you know, white people out there they never seen black people before, like in person. So they used to. So you was exotic. Yeah, man, <laughs> listen, they they used to walk up to us and like, listen, I, I don't mean this with any disrespect, but can like can I please feel your hair and see how like how like how you how you get your hair like that? Like they used to, I want to prime my hair. <laughs> I went to a prom out there, man. Like, and so out there, they had, um, they had high school mixed in with college classes. Okay. So, so you had high school kids um, in our college. Okay. So, so this this one this one young lady asked me to go to prom with her, and meet her parents and everything, and that that, that was fun. Um, it was it was on a lake, and I was terrified. I was the only oh. black guy on the boat. Yeah, I was terrified, man. Like, I so was, how like, many black people were there when you were going? It was kind of like a handful of y'all. Yeah, well, the football team and basketball team, and that's it. The only like black people in the whole like like city of Virginia, Minnesota, <laughs> like the football team and basketball team. So, 
um, we would have to, of course, travel to go play, you know, to uh, to a couple other cities outside of, um, you know, Minnesota and a couple of cities within Minnesota. But mm-hmm. that was that was pretty cool, man. Like I'm 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 actually I actually kind of miss it. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, waking up on a Saturday like off season where it's nothing right. to do, and you look out your window and just all like frozen ground, and you're like it's nothing to do like it was it was but it was fun man i met a lot of cool guys man like i said from florida chicago st louis like i can go anywhere now like so yeah it was was, was pretty fun man my advice to kids um is to go away to college like just experience like and not and not the parties and you know but just 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 being away you know, young, mm-hmm. like at, a, at at college where you can go to class when you want to. You wake up, your class is at two o'clock. You wake up at like nine o'clock. It's like, man, I don't have class at two o'clock. It was, it was weird, the whole college experience coming out of high school. Um, you know. Do you feel like you were ready for college? Not at all. I definitely wasn't ready for college. <laughs> I wasn't ready for high school. <laughs> I wasn't ready for high school, let alone ready for college, man. Like it's like that right there, like the the you know, the amount of work and the responsibility you had with going up uh being a student athlete. Right. Where we had to wake up five thirty in the morning, six in the morning, had to be on the field and run. Some guys had classes at eight, some guys had classes they had to go back home and but our coach was so strict where if you had class at two o'clock and we had practice at six in the morning you couldn't go back to your dorm you had to stay at the college and study or hit the gym or do something Mm -hmm. he would not let you go back to your room to just just lay around and so coach sims man that was his name that's that was that was my guy Mm. i don't know what he's doing right now i need to look him up actually Mm. Yeah, so a couple guys I knew stayed out there, got married, you know, found their wife out there, and, and, and they still live in Minnesota. Not, maybe not Virginia, but they still they live in Minnesota. Right. Man. I'm like, wow. Right. But I, you had to bounce. I had to. I had to go. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I had to come back to Michigan, man. Like it was. It was. So yeah. So two years out there. Um, I was in Tennessee for a while. I went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um. Florida, I was in Miami, maybe like a, a, a day or two because we had, you know, on the cruise. So I never really spent time in, in, in Florida. So I want to go to New York, Cali, and maybe Florida. Like those are like my dream spots, you know, besides Jamaica and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. but other than that, man, you, you know, you have any spots you, you want to go, like where you, where you just want to just, you know, I love to go to Jamaica or just to spend some time and really relax. Hmm. It's interesting. I think I think I just kind of have an overall explorer mindset. Uh, so wherever I go, it's I just want to explore. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So um we just talking about the zodiac. I ain't gonna get into the zodiac. <laughs> but but yes, it's the mindset I'ma explore. Yeah. Like so so I would I would say, um I mean, I I never really been out of the country outside of Canada. So yeah. definitely wanna go to Europe, definitely wanna go to Africa, definitely wanna go to Australia and oh, you know stuff, yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, um you know, just 
that I think I think those times those times are coming. But um, yeah, man. Um, out the country. Oh, you know what? I've been, I've been to the Bahamas for seven days. The Bahamas was oh. We do that. So um, my family and I, we went to when was this? This was this had to be old, maybe five or mm-hmm. maybe oh six or something like that. But yeah, we went to the Bahamas um, for like seven days. Uh, we was on a cruise, but we, you know, we docked and we, you know, we were able to go into like on one of the islands where everybody stay. And man, like, you know, it's 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 crazy because it's it's almost like even thinking about it, like you know, we pay a lot of money to go to these places, and these people have to live there, and right. the, and the way they live, it's almost like man, like how do you live like this? But it's their way of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Just the poverty, the and we were enjoying ourselves. Like, yeah, you know, seven days. All right, y'all, like we out of here. Like, yeah. you know, hit we hit the jet skis, things of that nature. Man. I'm sure it's fun. So you was on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, well, I well I plan. Um, yeah, we probably gonna plan uh, be plan for a, a cruise soon. But you say you was with your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, our family yeah. and our uh, a couple from my church went. So it was. It was actually the lady. The lady. A lady from our church was planning the whole thing, and, and my family and I, my mom, auntie, sisters, we all just just went. And so yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty fun, man. Um, it's pretty cool just seeing like a different culture. You know what I'm right. saying? People who look like you, but their culture and language is totally different. Totally different. Man, it was it was mind blowing, man. Like so, one of my diet, like my on my bucket list, is to go to Africa. Like I want to hit the safari. Like I, I really want to see the stuff. You know what I'm saying? You want to like, see the. You want to be on a safari. Man, I want to see everything. Like I want. I want to see what, like what it's really like. You know, somebody somebody told me that it's, it's actually beautiful there. Like beautiful cities, buildings. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Um, yeah, I, it's beautiful places everywhere. Everywhere. For sure. Man, like that's that's. But yeah, man. So what's on, what's on your bucket list? Like like what? What's the one thing that you like? You know what? I, I want to do this before I die. Bucket list. Like a bucket list. Like me is going to Africa. Like I don't care if I'm there two hours. I just want to just go and touch the land and it just experience it. You know what I'm saying? But a bucket list. An experience? An experience that you, or something you want to do, you want to jump out of a plane, you want to skydive, or like, what's the one thing that you like? Yo, you know what? Or have you even thought about it? I haven't really thought about it, man. I, it, you know what? I think it's something that I really want to think about, though, man. I, re- I really want to think about, uh, think about that. You know? Yeah. I um. Cause it, it, cause it, I know, huh. I know with me, besides the whole like traveling to Africa, yeah, um, I want to like mountain climb, like a real mountain, <laughs> mountain climb. And I'm terrified of like that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm terrified like of of the <laughs> wilderness and a bear run out. But I want to experience like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna do it. But that's one of the things, man, that I. I think I think about a lot um, mountain climbing, just 
just climbing up a huge, a huge mountain and being able to say that I did that. Wow. Wow. I I would I would say real talk. Um if I were to be totally honest, my bucket list, my main bucket list is wanting to like uh be able to contribute something to humanity to be mm. important in some form of fashion a huge impact you want a huge in some form of fashion or or to some measure mm. you know and and I think so I know that's kind of spaced out and ambiguous and not specific hey but that that's that's just kind of how I'm feeling right now. But I do want to give it more thought. Mm. Just like just like I told you, I don't want to just tell you I don't know because I don't know is a cop out. And, and, <laughs> man, that's, that's that's so cra- that's so crazy that you that you that you that you said that you know saying yeah. I don't know is is in the same lane as I don't, I don't care. Because even even when you say I don't know, sometimes your shoulders I I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I don't care. Like even sometimes your shoulders react the same the same way yeah. when you say I don't care. So it's it's like because usually that's when when you say I don't know, you're someone gave you a question that you didn't never really entertain or never took the time to think about. Mm. So you're hoping that you and you saying I don't know that you can just kind of breeze over it. You feel what I'm saying? And that's kind of cool. That can be okay in casual situations. But when it comes to your life and it comes to serious things that you really need to take the time to think about, I don't know is not an answer. You know, I I put I put um, on on Facebook one time. It says like, uh, you know. You know, I don't know is not an answer. And people were saying like, oh, no, I think it's a wise answer. It's a, you know, it's a, and, and I get I get what they're saying. What they're saying is that, you know, like you need to be humble enough to realize that you don't have all the answers. And it's always something that you can learn. Mm. However, when it comes to life. And, you know, just like if you were to take a test, they don't have, you know, you know, A, 100, B, 6, uh, C, 7, uh, and D, I don't know. <laughs> it's never an answer. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's never, never an answer. answer. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So you're going to have to pick an answer and then you can you learn from there. So, and then you got, you got, I don't know. And then you also, uh, I don't, you have, I don't care. And they kind of, they, they, they kind of, they're, they're sisters. They, they're related, mm. you know, because if I say, I don't know, it's really, I don't care to know mm. or to spend the time enough to even give an answer. That whole deflect, that whole, yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't, you know, I really don't care enough. But then just like just like we talked about, like you got the kids because I, I was um in my internship when I was doing um um 
you know, working with students, you know, we had to develop groups and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, we're going to develop a, a IDK, IDC group. I don't know. I don't yeah, care. I don't care. Because wow. those, those are the kids that usually you have the most trouble with. Mm. So what you want to do? I don't know. So, so what do you think it is? I don't know. Or if they real uh, sassy or whatever like that, or, or real, you know, um, hard headed, they said, I don't care. Mm. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So the I don't know thing is really like, okay, I'm trying to be nice to say, I really don't care about this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I really don't want to spend time dealing with this. Yeah, I don't care is like just that adamant. I'm really, I'm really being honest. I really don't care. And, and I don't care if you know that I don't care Exactly Exactly And it's always the kids That That you have the most trouble Be honest with you The people that you have The most Whether they're Kids or adults If you ask them a question And it's always I don't know They're the most difficult people To deal with mm. In the In the therapy space You ask them like So how are you feeling I don't know Mm. And then, and then I'm saying like, well, well, if anybody's gonna know, it's gonna be you. Well, it's always been that way. I've always felt this way. Well, why? Well, I don't know. Mm. What do you mean you don't know? Because it's always been this way. So it's, it's going in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't. So if a person. And see, and this is where I, I feel like, OK, it's better to say at least I don't care or I don't want to know, because at least you're being honest. Yeah. You basically saying I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to spend the energy. I'm like, OK, well, then we can just end it right here. Mm. You know, see, but that's what you're really saying sometimes. And that's why I felt like I had to get you an answer because, you know. Because I can say like, and it's really because I never really thought about my bucket list. I never really thought about it. Mm. I never really thought. About it. I I didn't. I never thought, uh, at least in my life right now, that like, like that is something that's hanging over my life that I feel like I need to do before I die. Mm. Be I guess because I always kind of do what I want. You know what I'm anyway, saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. At whatever scale, you know what I'm saying? Now, some may pop up, though, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. It's it's funny you touch on that because, you know, the the whole... I saw I saw the movie The Bucket List, and right. it, just, it just got me thinking, like, wow, like, what do, what do... So, so even, even, even thinking about my bucket list, um, you know, I don't have one written down or anything like that, but right. certain things... Um, like fears I want to get over, um, you know, feats I want to, <laughs> you know, conquer as they say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so when I saw the movie, it just sparked the, sparked the idea. Um, but let me, let me ask you this, the whole, I don't know, I don't care. The person that says, I don't know, how do you, how do you get down to the core, um, of, of the issue or is it a, 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 a merry-go-round type of conversation? Or is it? Is it? Because I, 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 I tell you one thing. I used, to, I, I used to see this. Um, he was a nutritionist, mm -hmm. and so, and he dealt with 
like the inner man and things of that nature. Yeah. And so he would ask me direct questions that would trigger a feeling that I didn't want to, I didn't want to touch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I would say, you know, things like I don't know, but when you said that, it, it, it didn't hit me. Um, I, I never really gave an answer because I didn't care to give an answer because I didn't want to deal with it. Right. So that. So when you said that, so how do you? You know the young, you know the young high school guy who's saying, "I don't know." How do you get to the core of his issue? Um, and maybe he don't know how to articulate his issue, or maybe he like, okay, I don't know how to articulate it, so I'm just going to just deflect. Regardless, I don't right. know, it's, it's deflecting, right? You know, regardless. But yeah. how? But how do you get to the as, as a counselor? How, how do you get to the issue of it, like the root of it? Yeah. So, and this is for a. Kids or adults, because mm-hmm. I was just dealing with a client today with the same, with the, the same, I don't know, you know, so, and I'm like, we either going to do two things. We're going to pick an area, so we got to give an answer. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the thing is. Like not accepting, I don't know. Ah. I'm not going to accept, I don't know. Mm. So if you're going to stick with, I don't know, I'm going to, we're going to agree that you don't care to know, mm. or you don't, you really just don't want to work on this right now. Yeah. So, so, so if if someone is adamant in saying I don't know. I'm just like, well, you, you just don't want to work on this right now. Mm. You this not this is not important enough for you to take spend the effort to even try to think. So, so if they're adamant about that, we settle on that. Okay, you feel what I'm saying? But usually, I just try to keep the conversation going. Like, well, it has to be something. There's always an answer. It, 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 you do know, you know. So, so like I just what's, in like, what's so, in your head? What's in your like? But, say what's in your head. But you see, and that's the whole thing. You get people to talk. Mm. You know, what I'm saying. So sometimes, I'm like, okay, okay, and then usually they say it. They mm. end up saying it because the reality is, every person is an expert in their own life. Every person is an expert in their own life. So so there's no professional that can come in and especially when it comes to emotions, Mm -hmm. you know, they can help draw it out, you know, create the process. But you should be the expert of your own life, because Mm. at the end of the day, as a professional, all I'm going to do is draw out of you and then give it right back to you. Mm. So that's why a professional asks a lot of questions, like direct questions. Yeah. Uh that makes sense. Right. So so this is the thing. It's it's like sometimes, like you said, we don't know how to articulate it. We never l- learn how to explore. Mm. We don't know how to think about it. We never so so a, a lot of times what ends up happening is, well, I don't know, I don't know. And then somebody says, Well, it's just that I feel alone 
when a person leaves. Oh, okay. So you're lonely. Mm. So when you shut down, you feel feel lonely. And yeah, sometimes I feel abandoned. Okay, so you feel abandoned. I was, so so now it's just kind of like, well, this is what's actually happening. So you do know. Mm. You do know. You just you just never acknowledge when I feel this way, this is what's happening. And a lot of people don't realize once you start answering those questions, mm. a certain freedom comes with that. Yeah. Like a certain like a certain like uh Burden that has like lifted, like comes with answering those questions. It's almost like, wow. So yep. why do I feel lonely then? And then you start exploring after that. Like yep. so, so just getting past I don't know can cause you uh, a world of freedom that you may may need even even, even in that mm-hmm. even in that present time. So yeah, a world of awareness. A world of awareness. Knowing that's what awareness is. So, so when you don't know, you're not aware of what could be causing this issue. So, when, when you do know, that's the world of awareness that makes sense. Yeah, so it, that makes sense. See, and so we talk about hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And uh, big up to the teacher. Okay, it's back on. So he said hip hip is to know. It's a form of intelligence. To be hip, mm. you got to be informed and relevant. Hop is a form of movement. You can't sit down and hop. You got to hop up and do it. Mm. So it's a it's a knowledge and it's a movement. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to be hip, but to your knowledge, you got to Put action to it. Mm. That's the spirit of hip hop. So, so it's like, so when you think about awareness, awareness just for the sake of awareness is is just it's just knowing. So you can know something, but if you don't do something about it, mm. then it's just it's just something that you know. Something you're just sitting on, like it's just something that you're sitting on. It's just it's just a piece of information. It's just a piece of information. I I, I put in a post today that um, knowledge is only power if it empowers you. Mm. Somebody said one time, uh, "What is wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge applied." It's hip hop. That's crazy. It's awareness. It's it's awareness put in a movement. That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? When yeah. you think about it like that, yeah. Like when can like when when the teacher hit it, I was just like, oh, that's <laughs> it's just like because that's what I'm saying. If you hip on something, like I'm hip, I I understand. I'm I'm woke. That's I'm aware. Cra- yeah, that's crazy. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, man, man. See, and this and this is type of information. Um, I mean, it, it's out there, you know. Um, but you know, once you, when you alone in your room staring at the wall, your conscience <laughs> call. I need love. Like, like when you in that moment, you know what I'm saying? Right. And those are times and the moments where you, you, I feel like you have to answer them, the, like those questions, when you by yourself, 
um, and you ask yourself those hard questions and you answer those questions, it's easier to get help from a, uh, a professional because you've been dealing with it in your mind already. Yeah. But, you know, it's almost like making the professional's job harder when you don't deal with it yourself because they, they constantly pulling it, trying to pull it out, you know, pull it out of you. Right. So, you know, I, I tell people, man, like, like ask yourself those hard questions. Like, why do I feel afraid to love a woman? Why am I so fearful of opening up to a friend or a brother? Like, okay. why, you know what I'm saying? Like, ask yourself those hard questions so, and answer them. So... We gonna we gonna we gonna do it. We gonna do it. All right. You always say, and and, and I and and I need to get an understanding from it. You always said that you never knew how to love a a woman. A woman. You never knew how to love a woman, regardless of the relationship. Regardless of now, I told women I loved them so, you know, over and over again. But to actually, and so when you say a woman, you talking about any female relationship from yes, your mother, sister, to your sister. girlfriend, so, you know, okay. just 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 knowing how to like the love that I have, I, I feel like that I have displayed, or I told women. When did you find out that you didn't love? I found this out. Well, I started to like really like deal deal with the thought of it um, because it was so difficult for me to understand like love. Like I used to ask questions. I used to ask so many questions. Like, is it a feeling? Is it um, something that you just like do? Is it you know? Because I I, I got tired of telling women. Um, yeah, I love you too, or or I love you, and I don't. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I think that just goes back to like mental health. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When a man could just, you know, when we let me let me let me add myself, when we could just tell women that we love them and we don't. Um, but you know, I started to after I got married. Um, I started to really. That's when you realized when you got married. Well, that's when I started thinking about it. Like, man, like I don't, I don't understand. And then I started to ask you, like, like what, what, like what is, like what, your mom and things of that nature. Um, and then that's when I started to think, like, wow, I don't think I really know what love is. Mm. I don't think I, wow. I don't think I really actually loved someone before. Like, I don't think, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so I started to confess those things and really start thinking about them and start dwelling on it. And, and just a couple like years into my marriage, I'm like, wow, I, I don't, I don't know how to love my wife. Mm. And so my wife and I had that conversation, excuse me, you know, my wife and I had that conversation before and, and um, just growing. How was it having that conversation with your wife, though? It was a difficult conversation because I had to tell her that I didn't, I didn't either, I didn't know how to love her or I didn't love her. Because I was always afraid of telling her that I didn't love her while at the same time loving her but did not understanding love. Okay. Okay. So just to make it make sense I don't know if it makes sense but 
you can you can you can you can operate out of ignorance and you can you can and I didn't want to do that. Okay. So um this is why this is why I say I tell people I tell women, listen, don't give up. You know what I'm saying on your husband or your boyfriend or because he he there's a sense of growth that he has to he has to go through mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm going through. Um and even to this day, I'm 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 understanding love more and more. And it's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'm learning how to like love my mom and love my wife and love my sister and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, so I really, I really came to grips. Grip, grip, I think it was like my third or fourth year in marriage. I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't know what love is. Like, I don't understand. Like love, like is it, this, is it a feeling? So if, so if it's a feeling, then if I don't feel it, that means I don't love her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like so. So man, it was like my third, fourth year of marriage, man. That I really. So what did you find out? Well, I found out that um, love is an action word, and yes, there are there are many times that I don't love my wife. Times where um, I may not call her, or she may, she may I may walk in the house and she may say, like, "Hey, baby, you 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 want something to eat?" And I'm dealing with it, and and I no, I'm okay, and I just walk right past her. I don't mm-hmm. show. I didn't love her in that moment. So I'm understanding love more and more as an action word and not really a, like a all about a feeling because I'm, I'm realizing because I used to ask this question. How do people that have been married for 20 years get divorced and they say like, well, I don't right. I don't love him no more. I, I, I never understood that. Like, right. I don't get it. And so um, and how people say like, well, I fell out of love. What does that mean? Like you fell out of love, like and so, and so I believe, man, that I'm I'm in a great place, um, and I'm continuing to learn and grow. But where I'm at today is love is an action word. So I try to love on purpose. Uh, Watch I have some t-shirts <laughs> to love on purpose, man. I'm continuing to grow, but I just want to encourage you know brothers out there, man. If you in that place. You know, don't invent like don't like abandon ship. Like don't jump ship. Like mm. continue to learn and grow and ask more and more questions. Um, so that's what I did. I asked a lot of questions. What does this mean? Like, why do you know if it's a feeling? Then what if I don't feel it that day? Like, what if you know? You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. That's interesting. Like, cause um, relationships. You know, my philosophy mm-hmm. <laughs> on relationships, two components is you know, any relationship, a friendship, yeah, business partnership, and even love relationship. It's um uh intimacy, which is a connection, some type of connection, and commitment. Mm. And every relationship has those two elements more or less ah but they both there yeah so so like so intimacy um or closeness or connection is something that you intentionally cultivate okay 
Now, does that come with the feeling? Like, does that come with, um, even if you don't feel it, you still cultivate, you still... Well, yeah, I mean, because... Do you mean, like, holding hands while walking? Well, naturally, like people grow apart. Okay. Naturally, if if we were left to our own devices, mm. I would go this way, she would go that way. Or that per- so... So basically, there has to be a measure of commitment that we're going to stick in it together, even though we don't feel like it. Mm. And we're going to make an effort to connect again in in the things that we know. And sometimes it may take a different way. You feel what I'm saying? Because how a relationship started may not be how it continues. Mm. But that takes a measure of commitment. So, so like, for example, you got people that have chosen to be connected to each other in an intimate way with no commitment. Mm. And then what happens? What, what, what happens? You, you got offspring, a baby that comes out of that. You gave a measure of closeness to someone that didn't have a commitment to you. Mm-hmm. You gave your money, your ideas, your plan, your time, your, your time to a business and uh, doing business with somebody that you had no formal commitment to. And then mm. what happens? Wow. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you see how in every relationship that applies. So. Every relationship needs a measure of commitment and connection or closeness. You know, be, you know, like, okay, we're close enough that we want to... Just like, for example, when, when you go out on an interview, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the credentials is cool, but, like, do we like you? Yeah. Do, do I we, want to work with you? Yeah. Do I mind... Like, a resume is cool, but... Does do they fit in our team? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. And when we sign them on board, we're going to show a measure of commitment to him or her by saying like, "This is our contract. This is what we're doing for you. This is what this is what we're going to do for you." You feel what I'm saying? So, so yeah, man. Like when. When it comes to connection and closeness, I mean, why do you think that staff uh, companies go on staff retreats? Ah, to create that that bond or that yeah, to have that connection, yeah, to build morale, to make sure to renew a connection and probably could commitment. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it's so the reality is how we start off. I mean, all stuff can start off exciting and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the if we talked about this, the passion goes out, the flame goes out. So then what do you do? So now it shows like, okay, am I really committed to this enough to constantly say uh uh to constantly um, try to make a connection. Mm. So when we think about it, like, yeah, feelings are temporary because I can feel some type of way and then that can change. 
You know? And so, people make decisions off of feelings too. Exactly. Decisions, permanent decisions. Permanent decisions. Off a of, of a feeling. Off a of, off a feeling that, that will change at a moment's notice. Mm. Even though feelings are important. But who have you uh, how do you entrust your feelings to the people? Uh, to the people that you're around. Who do you commit to? Mm. Who are you choosing to make connections to? And have closeness with? You know, these are all decisions. Uh, and hopefully they're conscious decisions. Yeah, something you thought about, something you... Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, know you know how many people that have made decisions, uh, you know... Want to connect some because of warm fuzzies. Yeah. And then the flame goes out. The flame always goes out. People have to be committed to say, okay, how, uh, you know, are, are we going to light it again? Right. That's a decision that you make. So, so like when you say like, okay, um, I'm sure you heard of the love language and stuff. Right oh, yeah, the five yeah, love yeah, languages. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, this is how we say, like, okay, this is how we show or this is how this person wants to be appreciated. This is how this person wants this thing called love, so to speak. Mm. Because, I mean, so... um. What it may be showing is that not that I don't love you as much as we're not connected. Mm, wow. Or I feel like our commitment is is at jeopardy. It's in jeopardy. So it, 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 it may not have nothing to do with love. It just, just our commitment, our... Um like our closeness is just so those tent like those things, you know, if you work on those things, like you will look up and like, wow, we came a long way. Long <laughs> just by working on one of those things. We chose to reconnect. Mm, we, we chose, chose to commit the recommit to hold the commitment when even when cause that's what kinda keeps everything together, the commitment. The commitment. If if both parties say I'm not we're not going anywhere. Like that's half the battle. That's half the battle right there. No, we're not throwing this all away because I don't. We're not connected right now. Yeah. I mean, because that's so. And partners or couples are connected more or less at different times and different seasons. Mm. When you go out into the world and to work. You are kind of emotionally disconnected from your family. Yeah. That's why when you come back home, you have to be intentional in reconnecting. Wow. Especially men, because we can detach real quick. It's so easy. Wow. We can detach. So, so the thing is, what? Because what, what ends up happening? Uh, our, our our women they let us know. 
Um, I feel like you don't care. I feel like you uh, you don't listen. You don't love me anymore. Or... Yeah. And it's all how they feel. Mm. See, that's why the feeling is important. So it's not that it's not important, but it it, it is, wow. you know, and, and the and the thing is, it's just like and it's it comes from a lack of connection. It's not because of especially like with the woman, you know, where it's like you think you really think it's about the trash. You really think it's about the, the, that, cut the grass thing. or no, nah, nah, it's not about the it, you know, it's it's really about like I I feel like you don't care. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So if that's what love, if that's what we call in love, yeah, I get that. I, I, I get that. And <clears throat> it's not really the lack of not doing this, 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 and this. It's a lack of connection. Because mm. when you realize it's, it's crazy because once y'all reconnected, all the other stuff, all the stuff that you complain about, don't even matter. <laughs> the grass growing the six feet high, but yeah. but she ain't worried about it now because uh, right yeah. because you know what? There's an understanding, but see, but that's the whole thing. Hmm. When you're connected, you can't like you're making yourself available to listen. You're making yourself available to be present. You're making yourself available. Mm. So it's just like, how available are you when you're in their presence? So it's not the fact that you got to, oh, babe, you always on my mind and stuff like, nah, you can't, that can't never, if, if men couldn't do the things that we do, if we always had our women on our mind, <laughs> I couldn't drive. I couldn't focus driving this truck. We eight, these eighteen wheels. How can we plot on our next move and all these type of yeah. things? We had, you know, of course we we think, but but it's just like, but what we what they really want is like, are you making the effort to connect? Mm. Are you making the effort? And see, it's funny because us as men, I know, I know, I do this, where we think we have to do something. Think we did? No, go ahead. We we think we have to do something like grand or, mm -hmm. um, you know, exciting or, and they just wanted us to just be available. Available, man. Like just be available. Like let's just just be available. Like I used to, I used to know friends where they where they said, um, I used to have friends where they said, yeah, my dad was there, but he wasn't there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, I never understood that. Like, what you mean? Like, he was there, and they couldn't explain it to me. But now I understand what they what they that he was there, but he wasn't there. He wasn't yeah. available. And wasn't present. It wasn't present. Was physically there, but. He wasn't there emotionally. He wasn't. He wasn't there socially. He wasn't. It was no connection. Mm. And he it, came home and went right to the uh, bedroom. And that's cool. Just come back. Yeah, because he needs time to unwind. That's the that's the whole point. See, and that's where I feel like women need to honor that. Women need to honor that. We just we just went into the world and 
we don't want to talk about it. We just want to come down. Oh man, this we is... just we just need to come down. See, yeah. but we meet, need to make the commitment to say, okay, I'm gonna be available at six though. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is when I'm available. Mm. Cause what does that show? That shows that you care, and just that effort shows my baby love me. <laughs> just that effort. Just the effort. It shows my baby loves me because it's showing like, oh, he he wants to connect with me. He cares. He, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Just by being present. The thing is that. Like, yeah, you can go and take care of yourself. Men need to go and take care of themselves. It'll benefit the family. We, we take care of ourselves. Yeah, we have to, man. We got to take care of ourselves, but we got to come back. That's the whole point. It's just kind of like, you're going to be back, right? Right. <laughs> Ghost, man, it's been months. About months. It, 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 it
<laughs> you know, and that's the one thing that I think a lot of us have to learn is it's okay to unwind by yourself, but come back, like you said, you know, come back. Yeah, return back to and make the effort to connect. And because uh, that's what you're doing. You're, you, and that's what intimacy is. Intimacy is a closeness and and it's easy to to be close or to feel close with when it's exciting, when mm. it's this and that. So, and that's, but it's also a skill when you can learn how to connect with someone. You feel what I'm saying? That's why, you know, um, people's relationship skills are so off because they don't know how to make connections with people. You know, just like you, you know, like even on a social standpoint, you know how to make connections with people in making that first impression. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? But when it comes to closer intimacy, I think I think that's the interest when you say you know how to love. It's kind of like this. It almost I ain't trying to psychoanalyze you or nothing like Man, that. Man, I'm here for it. <laughs> but but it's almost like there's a anything helps. It's like you being you're afraid. You're that afraid fear. to love or connect close. I think I think I can concur if that's the right word to um, yeah. the fear of being uh hurt or um, the fear of uh, it not working out, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I got I, I made a connection. So, so I have to go into relationships. Um, someone someone said a long time ago. He said, in order for you to love, you have to be willing and open to be hurt again. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that's heavy. Because he said, if you're not willing to be hurt or willing to be, I mean, open to be hurt, to be hurt, then you will always have this guard or this wall or this. All right, so. But mm. that's an amazing, amazing man analysis. Oh, man. So. What the silence? <laughs> now nah, this is an interesting thing. This is always I, I, I thought about you because you you've been through many different diets. A whole lot. What, what, what diet am I on? This I think I think I've started the. Well, I've been, well, I've been intermittent fasting. Okay, that's how I lost the weight. But um, so now, and it's funny because. I rushed home, uh, so you know I'm, I'm on this not eat after seven. So I've been doing okay. that past two days, and uh, well, past three days. I'm sorry. And so today I haven't had no food yet. It's eight fifty, and I'm like, every time I commit or connect with a diet or something like that, the commitment is never there. Like it always lasts a week. So I need to work on my commitment with my diets. I'm thinking about going back uh, vegan again. Because mm. uh, that's when I lost the, the, the 15 pounds. Okay. The, first, the initial 15 pounds. So how long did you do the vegan thing? About three months. 
I was vegan for like three months and I lost all the weight. Okay, you're a vegan. You're okay. You're a vegan for three months. Mm. Okay. What What was the longest diet that you've been on? The vegan for the three months last year. It was like from like September. Let's see, October. Yeah, because it it ended. I remember I had my first because I got sick when I had my first piece of meat. Um, because I was I was. Oh, you remember when I was telling you about uh, where I was getting dizzy and stuff like that? I thought it was because I was a vegan. And so I started eating meat at that time. So whatever that time was, was the last time, uh, was the first time I, I started eating meat. Because I thought I thought it was the, like the vegan food and the, like, man, I got to be dizzy because of the food or something. Or I'm not getting enough calories or something is going on. So I was a vegan for about three months up, up until that, to that point. And okay. I started eating meat because I thought that was the cause of it. Okay. Um, obviously it wasn't, but <laughs> well, it was it wasn't some type of condition or something. Yeah, uh, ver- it was vertigo um, and um, low electric lights. Dehydrated, dehydrated, yep, yeah. So, so I was, so I had to, I had to take uh, Pedialyte and all that type of stuff. So, and then that went away, and I was just like, "Well, I'm eating meat, so skip it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, "What else can I do to keep this weight loss going?" So I uh, thought about the intermittent fasting, only eating within a what eight hour time. Yeah. Um, but then I went to the doctor because I, I I try to go to the doctor like every three months now just to get checkups. Uh-huh. And um, and he told me a couple issues that I deal with. He was just like, uh, "Don't eat after six thirty. Okay. And he was like, he said, your stomach is going to drop, your issues going to go away. Um, he, he said, he said, notice, I didn't tell you what to eat. He said, I'm just telling you when to eat. I'm like, right. oh, so I can eat a double cheeseburger at five thirty, and uh, <laughs> long as I eat at the six thirty, I'm good. He said, because in that time frame, uh, it's a hormone that's produced that, that that breaks down and allows the body to heal itself and all type of like. Science. Yeah, just just the act of fasting. And you told me that you yeah. told me that a long time ago. Like fasting is one of the like powerful tool you can use to heal for the body to heal. Uh, so as far as like a diet, uh, I'm not really on a diet right now, but I'm on like this time frame. Like I had or yesterday, I had. Um, well, yeah. So what time restricted eating? Like time restricted. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and then I noticed now I don't even get hungry till like ten o'clock because I was doing the ten to six. So now I'm doing like ten to seven, um, but like I don't even get hungry no more till like ten thirty. I'm like, man, I gotta, I have to force myself to eat, and like around ten thirty because I don't even be hungry anymore. I get real hungry around like four or five o'clock. That's where I get like, like man, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but like, but you know, today I didn't eat anything. Now I can just wait and not eat in the morning, but I'm getting a headache. So <laughs> mm. I'm gonna stop at a Coney and grab me some wings or something. Cause I'm getting a headache. I'm starving. But uh, oh, you ain't ate all day. Yeah, I ate since like ten o'clock. What you eat? I had um, a chicken biscuit uh, from Wendy's. I had, as a matter of fact, one chicken biscuit from Wendy's. So I'm, I'm like, man, why is my head hurting? But I'm, I know, I know I'm starving. <laughs> so, oh yeah, one chicken biscuit. Yes, and so I and my wife tell me all the time I have to stop doing that because. I'm 6'2", 250 pounds. I can't... I need to eat 2,000 calories at least. 
Yeah. Every day, and I and I don't be doing it. And I realize why I be having headaches and all that type of stuff. But but I'm about to, I'm about to eat after this though. <laughs> yeah. I'll stop and grab me something, maybe a, a the Coney Island by my house or something like that. But yeah, man. So as far as like diet, um, it's just really like a fast thing now. Um, so now I, I listen to this this guru like from India. I forgot his name. Um, he 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 go around speaking everywhere. So he, they kind of. Uh, I think I know you talking long about beer. Be having a with sit the, with his legs crossed. Yeah, the white the white beard. Yeah, hey, what's his name? Son. Let me see. Because I, I, I just on YouTube. I have him on YouTube all the time now. And he talking about fasting right now. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, what's what's this? Man, I go to my history. Sandeep. Now nah, it's not Sandeep. I think it starts with an S, though. With an Indian guy, I know. Yeah, Indian guy. Yeah. Guy. Yep, yep, yep. I, I'm hit. So I'm hit. he talking about fa- he he talking about how. The body would literally heal. He said, "90 percent of your all your problems will go away with fasting." Uh-huh. He said, "If you can get to three days," he said. He said, "What they do in that culture, they they put eight hours between their meals. So whatever time they eat, they look and say, okay, and then they don't eat eight hours later." Right. He said, "The body need time." He said, "It takes 72 hours for for meat to pass through. It takes." Uh, 50, 50 some hours for like uh, uh, like fish or something like that to pass through or something. Mm-hmm. But he so he was saying like if you eat meat every day and you eat, I mean I'm sorry, not meat. If you eat like every two hours, your body is just just gonna go like haywire and your knee gonna start hurting and your gonna yeah. start, you know what your saying? body. You're not giving your body enough time to you know. Heal itself, like you said, like that. That's the that's the thing. Like when you're, like when you're fasting, your body goes through the process it needs to repair. To I oh, mean, so that's what that that weird that that like, yeah. It's like it's like we're like the first second day. It's like crazy hard or something yeah. like that. So, yeah. So just think about it. Like um, when you eat breakfast or you break your fast, mm. you know your sleep. That's why when you sleep, like like that's the ultimate time of repair. Mm. You know where it's repairing, where is your body is rejuvenating. That's why sleep is the most important thing for your health. And and it's like, and then when you get up, and the first thing that you you do is not eat. You know, your body continues to go through that process of um, repairing. You know, mm-hmm. it's this one process called um, autophagy, where basically your cells um, like consume themselves and repair. Wow. Now, how long? How long does it? That's what I be thinking about. Like, how long does it take for the body to do that part? Like, I think it's after 16, 18 hours, something like that. 16 is 18 hours. So, um... So I'm doing 8, 19, 11, 12. Basically, if you you were to stop eating... So, it's 16, 8. So, like, whatever... Because if you eat in an 8-hour window, that's 16 hours. Okay. So, 
I know it's times where, you know, if you eat one meal a day, you know, like your first meal, you know, I don't know. It, it has a, the thing is when you have one meal a day, you got to eat a lot. You have to eat enough calories. Yeah, somebody that called that the time. snake. What was that the snake diet or something? They say snakes only eat once, but when they do eat, like they eat, they eat, they eat once every. The snake hours. diet. I never heard of that. Yeah, uh, one of my homeboys telling me because I was telling him, he was like, "Man, how you lose all that weight?" And I was telling him about my fasting. And he mm-hmm. was like, "He said, man, I'm about to do this snake diet." I'm like, "Snake diet." <laughs> I'm like, what's that? The he was snake just, diet. Yeah, he was just like, uh, he said snakes eat once once a day, but when they when they eat, they 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 consume a lot and it carries them into the next into the next day or whatever. So yeah, however long they they eat, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, but but like you said, you have to really be intentional about your nutrition because because yeah. one thing I I realize in fasting. Is that like yeah, you can fast, but if you're not eating the quality foods when you fast, you know, it makes it harder. And you you find yourself uh Oh, so you can't just eat anything. Well, you are what you eat, period. But it's it's like uh it's it's almost like when you put the quality of gas in your car. Oh yeah. You know, just think about it like that. You know, so yeah. so like when you eat um you know, you want to have the right nutrition. I mean, because if you think about it, if you if you're not eating you know, a good balanced diet or you know, whatever that consists of these days, you know, or whatever you it's like um when you go that next time you eat, you're not going to have everything that you need. Mm. Are you taking any multivitamin? Yeah, well, no. Um, I just, I actually just ran out. Actually, we need to go buy some, matter of fact. Today. But you've been taking it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, multivitamin. Um, and, I, and I take, uh, you ever heard of BioCell? BioCell, the liquid collagen. So, I, I so take, collagen, you take collagen. Yeah, I take collagen, yeah. So I take that um, every day. One, uh, Morning and night. That's good. Every day. So I'm sure it's good that. for your skin and stuff. Yeah, they said it's supposed to, I guess, heal you inside and out. And start inside and heal. I guess um, I haven't really studied it. I saw one YouTube video on it. And I was sold. <laughs> so, so I, so I bought some. Uh, so I've been taking that. So I need to buy some more multivitamins. <laughs> so it says it's supposed to heal you inside and out. Well, it's supposed to, supposed to, I guess it's supposed to heal because collagen um, supposed to heal. Um, the YouTube video was talking about. They say if you if you get cut and the cut start to heal, she said it's the collagen building on 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 top of each other. That's what's right. healing the cut. So she said uh, if you if you take it, if you take the liquid the liquid uh, collagen, what it does it, it heals. Bro, my my knee pains went away. Like I was mm. climbing the, uh, my truck, I was like, "Man, my knees, my knees don't hurt anymore." Um, now it could be from the fasting too, so I don't know. But I guess it's supposed to heal heal you, you know. I think it's a combination of everything. I think Tighten the fasting. And, I think the fasting helps too, though. Oh, okay. 
I mean, because the you know collagen is you know it's good for your skin. So like, so you know, I mean, you can eat collagen. You know, you can get collagen from uh from eating the gristle and chicken. You was telling me about that, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't but you didn't say collagen. But you was like, when I eat the chicken, make eat sure everything. I eat the gristle. Yeah, eat everything. You was like, eat everything, and I didn't understand it. Cause yeah. I, I hate like gristle and like chicken breast, but I can eat gristle on a chicken bone. Like, yeah. but on the chicken breast, I hate gristle. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely gonna eat that. But um, so that's the collagen. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's collagen. Like um, like you eat bone broth and stuff like that, where it all boils Tia, down. Tia does that. Yeah, you get collagen out of that too. Mm. So I couldn't. So so I. So I, I spent a hundred dollars on this on this on this bottle. I could have got it. <laughs> they charged me a hundred dollars for this. Thing. Well, I'm sure it's concentrated. It's good. Like I bought a health food store, black owned health food store, seven mile. Like they a hundred bucks, man, for this thing. Collagen is good for you, man. Yeah, I take it every day. Take one tablespoon more. Yeah, you know, make sure you keep your skin young. And they supposed to help you age backwards or something like that, but yeah, makes it. Yeah, it's good for your skin. So 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 it's the tightening of the skin and all that. Well, it helps like um so basically as you get older the elasticity yeah, the elasticity in your skin, you know, it gets old, things start drag. So like when you mm. take collagen it helps rebuild that. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean so yeah, like collagen is kind of like good to help stay, uh, you know, look more young. And I'm taking that every day, my guy. For the yeah. past like two or two weeks now, like I, I and it, it, it tastes, it don't taste. It's like a like a sweet like taste like so. It was pretty cool. And it's good for your joints too. Yeah, like you know my, my knees don't hurt at all. Like I'm like that's See, weird, but that would help because you know the uh, you know like the the collagen that's mm. in your bones. So if you have arthritic pain, yeah, it probably yeah. Oh man, um, it, yeah, yeah, bro. Like it has to help then because um, our treadmill. So I was just walking on it. Now nah, I can run on it. Like I'm running. You know what I'm saying? Miles. I'm like this is crazy. Like so that's that's pretty cool. Um, How many times you work out? Uh, I try to walk every day for thirty minutes, um, and then it's, it's a it's, it's a treadmill. Yeah, a treadmill. Yeah, in our house. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm not doing any weights or any anything like that. I just want to just drop the weight. Like, yeah, man, that's I, I no get more it. Weights, no. <laughs> like, man, I've been doing these. Um, I'm done with all that. Trying to get big and all that. Yeah, but my buddy, he he hit me with a. Um, like a you know a, um, a high intensity interval training thing. Oh man! And, like uh, a Saturday. Man, so he hit me where I did it. Man, I I could barely do it. He he's way younger and in shape, but I um but then I started um using this app. Um, the app is called. Um, Fitify. I think I let me see. Yeah. So the app is called Fitify. And man, I've been doing um um 
Those training sessions, man, for 20 minutes. Oh, my goodness, man. Woo. They've been... Uh, oh, no, no. This this is Fit SW. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got workers on there, too. Oh, I thought the same thing. Oh, my goodness, dog. That, that thing has been... You know, it's just certain exercises, you know, I don't like to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, man. I, I, But I've been feeling good. Yeah. Um, I think I see a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't even been getting on the scale. Like, I, I don't even want to do that. I don't mess with the scale either. So, I, it's like, as long as, like, okay, I, I think I see some results mm-hmm. and I feel good. That's that's really kind of all that matters. And my clothes fit. I like how my clothes fit. <laughs> but getting in and off that scale, I, I'm just like, you know what? And it discouraged you. Like, no, I did all that. Only I didn't even lose nothing. And you really, your body is really working. But the scale, like I tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So now, now my joints feeling all good, man. Um, something, and I know you about to probably laugh. Something that I've been wanting to get into for years. You probably already know. Nah, I don't know. Oh, boxing. You want to get into boxing? Not fighting. Uh, just training. Yeah, just training. Yeah, so I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to do that for years, like, and I can't, uh, I can't really find anywhere. Um, and I, I was going up to You can't park. find anywhere. Yeah. I think on purpose too. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, so I can't, I yeah, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I wanted the box, man, but uh, ain't, ain't nowhere in Michigan. So this guy, he was training this girl boxing. So I, I got his car. He was up at Oak Park. Yeah, and um, he got all the equipment and everything. But I, I really want to get into like a gym and really like sweat, drop the like really learn technique and really learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But man, another great session, my guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Brothers from another mother podcast. AJ and Certis in the place to be. You feel what I'm saying? We're going to have to chop this up in a a few ways, though. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) We're going to have to chop this one up. But hey, it's, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure, my bro. My brother. You know it. You know it. Peace. Peace.